Hello and welcome. We are Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. I'm Stephen, joined by Andrew and Ryan, and we're doing a 15-minute recap and reaction of The Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 7. Listener beware, spoilers will be everywhere. All right, are we ready? Let's do it. I'm ready. Let's do All it. All right, 15 minutes on the clock, starting now. Give me some opinions. Grogu Gundam. Grogu Gundam. All, <laughs> all, I, could, Gundam. all I could see was uh, Krang from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I, I, I laughed for like a solid minute. Just like like full yeah. belly laugh of just how absurd it was. But, but now, however, I thought it was very cool. I enjoyed it. No, I, no, no, that's not that's not saying I didn't like it. It was right. just ridiculous. It was. It, it is ridiculous. I yeah. loved him going down the street with Mando. Just yes, 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 yes. yes, yes Grogu's yes, just yes. like I'm tall. No, I can no, see things. No. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I thought like overall, right? The episode. I feel like it was a much more cohesive episode than some of the past few we've gotten, especially like last week's that felt like three different shows had a baby mm. and like a mm-hmm. weird like combination of stuff. This one felt like the entire episode start to finish was one one cohesive arc. Thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, I think it helps this episode a lot, right, where we have two plot lines that are headed on collision courses of what the Mandalorians are attempting to accomplish and what – the empire remnants are are attempting to accomplish. And we get to see both sides of the plot actively happening. No more speculation. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we got a traitor on Coruscant, you know, Moff Gideon's there. They're teasing Thrawn. Like they're hitting you over and over and over. There were, there were so many nods to uh, Timothy Zahn's um, heir to the empire books um, Mm. in this episode. That was really, really cool. And there's a couple other nods for dark troopers and that kind of thing for, Mm um for stuff but i really like that we got to see uh, ryan i'm not sure if you're familiar with heir to the empire series i am not I, I'm, okay. i know what it is but i've not read it so the guy that was kind of like talking up thrawn or whatever in mm-hmm. the books he is um pelion and he is he's basically the the right hand man to thrawn like in and he's okay. one of the best characters of the entire series oh and, nice okay um, so that was really exciting uh, for me, at least. And then, obviously, you know, Thrawn has been name dropped a couple times because we know he's going to be in Ahsoka. Uh, he's yeah. going to be the big bad there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was really, it was really interesting because there's a bunch of Easter Easter eggs in this if you're a Legends fan. Mm. And um, uh, so, like, that was kind of fun, like pointing out stuff here and there. And it definitely felt a lot. It, it was definitely. Um, one of the more interesting episodes that we've had this season so far. Yeah, I, I'd go for that far because like it, it still felt like the Mandalorian that we've had this season, and that like again, like compared to something like Andor, it feels a little more simplistic and straightforward on, on some of the yes. moves that they're doing. And I think what what I've finally kind of wrapped my head around is that this season, more than others, feels a lot more like a Dave Filoni story like it feels like something from the clone wars it feels like something from rebels almost well, just from the limited amount of those that i've seen it is i mean again andrew's referencing you know the zon series for mm. uh, air of the empire for pelion but pelion appears in rebels oh does he uh, okay yes so oh, wow. he yeah so he is part i mean thrawn's in rebels too well i know yeah, that um, i knew yeah, that but, but like they're they're you know same same dynamic between the two of them um and obviously with ahsoka 
uh, if you've seen that trailer, right, there's a yeah. lot of stuff there that connects it to Rebels as well. Mm-hmm. And it's mm. so, like that's where we're headed, right? We're headed towards kind of like the the live action Rebels revival here with a lot of older storylines. Honestly, this season to me has felt kind of like a Marvel TV show where we're mm. really setting up a lot of stuff. Uh, and, and not getting a lot of like emotional payoff or anything like right. that. It's, yeah, a yeah. lot of yeah. the show so, hasn't really gone anywhere. It's just tried to like seed things for other mm-hmm. so going to happen. I'll definitely say this, and I think this is kind of where at least my personal disconnect with like the like the emotional stakes for this season is. Mm-hmm. Um, I never watched Clone Wars. I only watched the first, like, I think, like, three seasons of Rebels or whatever, and I was fine, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't really for me. And yeah. so I don't know any – I don't know any of the, the the stories beyond just, like, what they've told us in the Mandalorian seasons for, yeah. like, oh, what happened to Mandalore and why Bo-Katan doesn't have the dark side. Like, all this stuff just doesn't mean anything to me. So, like, yeah. now that it's only centric to this and not – to like basically be you know um lone wolf and cub right you know, right yeah like it, it's a different dynamic and from that perspective for me it's it's just a little it doesn't hit anywhere because i'm just like well this is happening now yep that's happening no, now and I, I would say i'm on the same page because mm-hmm. like i have watched like i i remember i tried to watch clone wars season one and I got like four or five episodes in. I was like, this is a kid show. What is this? Right. <laughs> I bailed out because I was like, this is just too simplistic for me. And then I when uh, Ahsoka was going to appear in Mando, I guess, season two. Yeah. I went through and found a guide that was like, here's all the episodes, the episodes you, need you need to watch. watch. Yeah. To yeah. understand her arc. Basically, I was like, OK, cool. Mm-hmm. So I watched like, you know, I don't know. It's probably 10 to 12 Clone Wars episodes and then like maybe four to six like rebels episodes it was just the ones that had something directly to do with her or whatever right yeah right and i got to the end of clone i watched the finale of clone wars i was like this rips this is awesome (laughs) so whoa this is way different than season one (laughs) somewhere in the second or third season of clone wars they really figured out hey we have like we were making a kid's show but we really have the ability to do something more here right Mm -hmm, and rebels is kind of the same way but they got there faster I think at that point they understood more what they were doing. Uh, I do think that there's been some missed opportunities within Mando, especially given that you like Jen Den Jaren is kind of a neophyte in the world, Mm -hmm. and he could Mm -hmm. be the lens by which the viewer is, say, for like us, where we're kind of being casual about watching the animated shows. And there's a lot of Star Wars viewers out there who haven't gone back and watched these animated shows. I would say the majority of the Mandalorian viewers have not probably. Yeah, that would be my bet as well. Yeah. Uh, So so I I I – well, yeah, I was just gonna say, like, I think that's kind of where a lot of the, I'll say, the quotation marks, critical reception is kind of coming along. There is a lot of mm-hmm. the people that aren't just like all in on everything Hardcore. Star Wars. Yeah, they're having a yeah. harder time, kind of like relating Investing. to a lot of the, yeah. Now, yeah. now, obviously, once you have you introduce the Shadow Council and you drops, you know, you drop a hook right mm-hmm. out there. So this is yeah. this is. Uh, 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 the Weasley's the, father. He's dead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah and, and you have like there, and you have like Praetorian guards. Those are from Last yeah. Jedi. Like there, there's yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that they're setting up here, which I don't mind. I, I like them kind of like putting in those little seeds here and there because mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. Like, the second I was like Shadow Council, I read all the aftermath books. I remember this. And, mm-hmm. you know, it is one of those things where somehow the Shadow Council returned, but, um, <laughs> but you, you know, it, they cloned them. 
Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Well, yeah, and then they, you know, they were talking about cloning technology. Clearly, that mm-hmm. that leads to um, uh, Rise Snoke. of Skywalker, or whatever. Yeah. Right. Well, they're doing what Snoke, they can yeah. to basically like make it feel cohesive mm-hmm. on a lot of levels there. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree that the emotional stakes are kind of like flimsy for me personally. It, it yeah. does feel maybe a bit rushed at the moment, right? I mean, I think it took. 10 to 15 years for other Star Wars media to quote unquote redeem the prequel storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does kind of feel like we're maybe in a headlong rush to get there faster, right? Disney would, is like, you know, we'd Disney really like to, to make that money. We'd, we'd really yeah. like to be able to be like, the sequels are respected again. And uh, so let's just <laughs> right. get there, guys. Let's get there. Let's connect all the dots real fast. Let's get there. Let's make up for it. Yeah, so the, so. the one thing that, um, that was i did like that the i guess like the empire base that moff gideon is running out of is just on mandalore um and you know like obviously the whole thing is like oh you know you you don't need to be over here there's nothing here for you to see and like clearly like (laughs) he's like trying to like build up an empire whatever something yeah and i did like his like you know his beskar jump troopers and that kind of stuff they had really Mm -hmm. cool designs his armor um that he's wearing now is styling like he was in love with his helmet i wasn't in love with the helmet it looked kind of doofy well but (laughs) it's got little spikes on it well it looked like it was a different material than the rest of it it looked like it was like this is metal and this is my plastic prop helmet i was like (laughs) but but at the the end of the day they have you know giancarlo esposito on screen he's not gonna wear that helmet very often no he's gonna he's gonna arrive take it off do everything he needs and to do. And chew up the scenery. And, and then be like, my job here is done. Put the helmet back on so, and fly off to the sunset, yeah. it's, right? It's funny. Whenever whenever Holly, uh, we were watching it tonight, and uh, like the first like five minutes, she was like, you can definitely tell they spent a lot more time on this episode. I'm like, yeah, because they had to pay for Giancarlo to be here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm uh, not showing up unless this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, loved, I loved the heavies like final stand. That was, that was so, pretty – Going yeah. into emotional involvement, I do wish, right, there were a couple episodes here where we had a little bit of, you know, like Mando and he are being friends, mm-hmm. you know, they, they kind of, mm-hmm. they needed, they needed to build it up a little more. And like, yeah. it's Star Wars, guys, we have like a valiant sacrifice. Hit me with some of that music, right? Like, yeah, yeah. the music did let me down in that scene yeah. right there. Because like his actual, like the gun heating up as he's mm-hmm. firing was a great touch. I love that. Yeah. Him just brutalizing yeah. the other troopers. Yeah, yeah like, like, the, the way it unfolded was good. I, I do think that like the, if if we could have gotten a few episodes this season with him and that that other guy from Bo Katan's crew, you know, that they played chess yeah. together, space right. chess, whatever. Yeah, it was. Uh, Wovies, um, Wovies. Oh, excuse me. So, pardon me. If we could have gotten them having tension for multiple episodes mm-hmm. and then have him do the last stand to like maybe Axel is like yeah. injured. And mm-hmm. like this well, dude does the last stand to so he can get pulled out yeah. and Axe sees him doing this, you know, and like, he gives him like a this is the way that would have hit way harder than just like, like yeah, yeah, like you know, Axe like, is that, that's kind of the thing that I think this season is missing or I, it just 100 like yeah. because you're not having this buildup of emotional stakes because it's just yeah you know we have a beginning middle and end for every single episode and there's nothing that really carries over beyond just the overarching story where you don't really have any emotional investment for any of these side characters outside of just they exist and they're good guys yeah i i really think i I agree with you on this if we if that scene had been like the door is closing and it's axe and uh the heavy yeah and Mm -hmm. 
the heavy shoves axe through the door to so he can yeah. continue to lead mm-hmm. his people with like a this is the way as he turns. Uh, like boom. Yeah. Yeah, just instant nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it does hurt <laughs> like it's they have the Marvel problem a little bit here too, where the Mandos all wear their helmets. So it kind of hurts because mm-hmm. like like Katie Sackoff, right? She could emote here as as someone that she's known presumably for at least a little while or uh, yeah, yeah. I, I forget who's the armor's actor, but like both of them could have like given us some emotional attachment there with some facial expressions, except it's a yeah. visor. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't yeah. work. So, so uh, I had two, two quick things here. Okay. So number one, so this base that Moff Gideon has, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was stocked with all of the things that he requested from the shadow council. Yeah, yeah, because they've already given it to him. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, like, so like when did the Shadow Council meeting happen? Because it felt like an undetermined amount of time. Undetermined. Okay. Of time. The, yeah. the space, um, space speed moves at the plot speed. Got it. I, I was just kind of <laughs> like, because yeah. Brienne's like, oh, so he already had all this stuff there. I was like, well, maybe, but he. Well, just no, because the Praetorian the guards came out. Yeah, like, he, he requested the Praetorian guards, and they were there. So obviously, everything else they were there. arrived. Yeah. Right. So what? My, my thing is like, so he just had the base, but no stuff in it. So it was just this empty <laughs> well, well, like, he did, roof. Well, he did the have the got blown up. Yeah, it all got blown up because um, because Bo and Din have plot armor, and they just destroyed an entire squadron of interceptors. Right, you know, that minutes, chased them two for like on the clock you know, here. Yeah, but that was uh, from Mandalore. That was what that was from. They were yeah. Well, they were Presumably. on Concordia, and then that's where it came from. But anyway, that that's irrelevant right okay. now. We only have a minute yeah. forty left. Um, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, give us some well, final thoughts. One, one other thing I was gonna say, and this is super minor, but it always annoys me when it happens, is the the trope of the person being like, "Go for it, I'll cover you," and then they shoot like nineteen people, and you're like, "Why weren't you just shooting nineteen people this whole time?" Because <laughs> no one has to go anywhere. Anywhere. you shoot more I'll accurately you <laughs> when you're when you're intense. Uh, so for me, uh, I liked the um the, like the the surface uh, surface boat. And, oh, I love oh, that yeah. boat. And, I didn't uh, know what the, was going on when that pulled up. I was like, what? The, the cameo of Skinny Pete from up. Breaking Bad was fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, just I like I like that we're getting different views of different groups of Mandos, right? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I like seeing like some survivors. Like if they all had different walks of life, and we get you know again, like you said, we don't have the rep. If you don't, if you didn't watch Rebels, you didn't watch Clone Wars. We get a little bit of that backstory with. Um, Bukatan talking yeah. about you know the treachery of mm-hmm. uh, Gideon and these kinds mm-hmm. of things. So that helps. Like that's that's the kind of stuff. Like I think this episode was a lot better than most of what we've gotten in the past. Definitely. I just feel like what they did here, they needed to be doing the whole time. Several several episodes to build up these emotional stakes, and that's the biggest problem with this season. I think so far is mm-hmm. that we're just not getting any of that because it's just happening on a per episode basis where it needs to be happening on a multi-episode basis. Yeah. I feel like we've had a lot of side quests where we needed to be focusing on the main story and that this feels like the main story. So Mm -hmm. do you guys think the Mandalorian in the title is actually Bo-Katan? I mean, Uh, at this point they've, they've confirmed that it's just, not it can be, only it can be any yeah, yeah. idiot they just mm-hmm. mean the mandalorian as a people now is really where they're okay at. so uh so episode eight's coming up looking forward to that that is our time yes <laughs> we need to stop that's 15 minutes right there. 15 so, but we are looking minutes. forward to the fun for the finale which we will have a full episode review we are not going to have a quick reactions for that but the full episode will be out the next day same time so um, you'll just you know get to listen to that 
Yeah, that's right. So like, like Andrew <laughs> said, ne- next week, instead of a quick reaction, it will be an entire episode as we are wrapping up the full season three of The Mandalorian. If you mm-hmm. want to check out any of our other great content, check out spoilersintendedpodcast.com or look us up on your favorite podcast provider. Uh, until next week, I'm Steven. I'm Andrew. I'm Ryan. And as always, every spoiler was intended. Thank you.